Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, Soul Talk friends. Bill and I are so grateful for you and so happy to be sharing with you in Jesus. We're thankful to follow Jesus together with you and to learn and to grow. Bill, this week I was speaking with our friend Karen Tay, and we were talking about her life and work and experience as a, a leader with a lot of experience in leadership in different arenas and contexts. And she said to me, I have experienced leadership to be suffering. And when she said that, I so appreciated that articulation because there was something in me when she shared that that said, oh, what a relief, I'm not alone. (laughs) (laughs) It was just since, oh, yes, that is what it feels like. That is my experience of it, but I've never heard anybody say it. And just her acknowledging that and saying that, I received some empathy, I received some validation for the suffering that I endure in a role of leadership. And I thought of our leaders. I thought of the leaders in our churches, the leaders in our community, the leaders in our school. And I thought about how, yeah, I know that's true for them too, because I listen to them. I hear their stories and I hear the suffering and what it costs them. But it's not what I typically think of with leadership. Usually we hear leadership as being something to aspire for the rewards of leadership, or we think of sometimes uh, we are competitive to become a leader, or sometimes we think that, well, leaders get all the perks and all the benefits, and they have the easy life, and they have all the power and the control, and they've got it made, and uh, sometimes we resent our leaders, and we don't we don't quite appreciate it. We just think they, they get the easy stuff, and there's can be maybe some some envy or some competition to get that leadership seat. And so I think it's worth us having a conversation today about leadership. And leadership is suffering because especially in ministry, when we are leaders who are following Christ first, as Christian leaders, that's our call. Our our call is to be followers of Christ before we're leaders of others and while we're leaders of others. And following Christ involves his his way of blessing, but also suffering. So thank you, Karen Tay, for being a wounded healer for us. That's what a wounded healer does, is they articulate the, the inner events. And we all need to know that we're not alone. And that's especially a problem in leadership, is that we tend to feel alone. And we're blessed to get to know Karen in our Soul Shepherding Institute, and that's where a group of leaders and shepherds of all kinds uh, gather for learning and for uh, soul care and practices and community to grow in uh, our emotional health and our uh, ability to serve God well in our different positions that God has put us in in our churches and communities. And so one of the things we talk about in our week on relationally healthy leadership is we draw on Peter as a leader and including his teaching in First Peter 5. And when we were first talking about this uh, subject, and this is the way these podcasts happen, by the way, friends, is that Christy and I have a, a spontaneous organic soul talk on a topic, and we, we share our thoughts and feelings about it. We listen to each other, and, and then sometimes we go, oh, we, we ought to share that with our listening audience on, on soul talks. We and like that, to overflow to you how God ministers to us. 
And that that's how we we created this. So when Christy shared that with me, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's for sure. That's the case. And I've listened to a lot of talks on leadership and probably I've heard it said something like that, but just it really, maybe it's because of the place that I'm in right now that <laughs> I'm experiencing some leadership suffering, but <laughs> yes. it's like leadership is suffering. It's like those three words is like, yeah, it really is. It's, it's a suffering of love. And it made me think about Peter and first Peter five. So this is a passage that we, we really study in the relationally healthy leadership week. And we, we uh, discuss it together, talk about it. And uh, many of us even memorize the passage But Peter begins and says, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings. I mean, right there, he puts eldership, uh, which is spiritual leadership in the church, and all types of ministry leadership. He puts that in the context of Jesus, of course, but particularly of Jesus' sufferings. And so then he goes on, he gives some instructions about leadership particularly in the church for pastors and and elders and and other church leaders, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care. And probably every one of you listening is a shepherd of God's flock. Even if you're not, you say, well, I'm not a church leader. I bet you've got some, some kids or some grandkids or you lead a small group or you're a spiritual director or a counselor or a teacher. You work in business, you manage some people, you have some customers Mm -hmm. that are, are, you're serving and as soon as you pray about the work that you do, as soon as you devote that work or those relationships to God, you are now a shepherd of God's flock. And so this is for all of us. Mm-hmm. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, willing from the heart as God wants you to be. Not pursuing dishonest gain. That's a temptation with leadership. We pursue our own gain, not just financially, but ego and so forth. Uh, but instead, Peter says, be eager to serve. Picking up a towel. Jesus, Jesus did this for Peter. Jesus washed Peter's feet. This is the kind of thing Peter's thinking of. Leaders are eager to serve. Then he says, thirdly, not lording it over those entrusted to you. And isn't that a danger in leadership that we would lord it, that we take too much authority he says, but instead, being examples to the flock, the best way to lead is out of our own intimacy with Jesus, out of our own authentic life in, in God's presence. And then Peter says, when the chief shepherd appears, you'll receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. And he goes on with some teaching about submission and uh, especially emphasizing humility, humbling ourselves uh, to, to, to one another, but especially to the Lord. Uh, casting all our anxiety on, on the Lord because he cares for us. And then he warns us about not only temptations, but now spiritual warfare. And the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And isn't that especially true in, in leadership? And so Peter talks to us about resisting him. And then part of how he encourages us in uh, the struggles of leadership and in the spiritual warfare, as he says, you know, and this gets back to to your conversation with Karen, uh, because you know that the family of believers throughout the whole world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. So Peter's saying, Bill and Christy, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Friends listening, you're not alone in the sufferings of your leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then most of all, he of course brings us to Jesus uh, who went to the cross for us and throughout his whole life, Jesus wasn't just a cross event. For Jesus, it was a cross life, a life of submission, self-denial, a life of enduring some persecutions and difficulties. 
but doing that all out of love for God. And so that's some great words from the Bible framing up for us leadership. And in the midst of those sufferings, it's not so this podcast is titled not only like leadership is suffering. There's not a period there. It's leadership as suffering in the joy of Jesus. Because as we do our leading and our serving with Jesus, and as we embrace the, the difficulties and pains of that, there is a special fellowship, companionship with Christ's sufferings that we experience. And Jesus himself said, you know, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. That's Hebrews uh, interpreting Jesus' attitude, that he went into his sufferings for the joy of his intimacy with God, his jo- the joy of loving us. And so there is joy for us, even in the moments of leadership pain, because we're doing it with Jesus, and we're doing it uh, for the God of all grace who is ministering to other people. That's so important to remember, because lonely, leadership can feel so lonely. It can, we can feel like we're alone, and one of the sufferings of leadership is we can turn on ourselves and feel like, it, well, I must be doing something wrong because it shouldn't be so hard. If I'm mm-hmm. experiencing this to be so difficult and so painful, I must not be good at it. I must be failing. And the enemy comes in there with his accusations to discourage us. And that's one of the sufferings we suffer as as leaders, as well as other forms of, of spiritual opposition and attack. Sometimes it's it's direct attacks. Sometimes it's those more subtle ones through things like discouragement or our own temptations towards doubt, even even doubt or distraction from appreciating Jesus with us and even making time to connect with Jesus with us and look to Jesus to be leading us. I think one of the one of the sufferings, Bill, that I experience is the weight of responsibility. Leadership, it's so much responsibility to be entrusted with so much I feel that responsibility. It's too much for me to bear alone. And so that's a temptation to think I'm alone with it, to think it's all up to me and my my ability to bring my gifts, my talent, my soul health, but it's not. It's too much for me alone. It's only when I recognize that I am bearing that weight yoked to Jesus that I can, I can handle it. So an example of this that we both feel is that uh, with the, the honor of leading soul shepherding and how God has given us new opportunities, we've been the last couple of years especially hiring new people onto our staff, both our, both our back office staff to help us run things and then the ministry staff helping us to do the ministry. And the, the exciting part of that is you get to partner with somebody new and uh, they, they bring some some talents, some passion, some prayers, a uh, circle of influence maybe. And so we get to do God's work together, and that's exciting. But then there's a side of that that is a weight. Uh, and that's, well, we need to raise that money to pay for that, either through earned revenue or through uh, donors. Uh, and then this is somebody that we're now sort of taking on to be in a relationship with, which, which we love, of course, but then every time we, we have more people into, into the inner circle, it's every, everybody goes through things in life, and then we love people. And so we're taking on like another commitment. Mm-hmm. More of loving, more of desiring to be able to, to minister 
and yet the realities of being, you, you can't just keep adding more to your plate. That all has to be. In terms of our workload, yes. we have to have some boundaries. And our time and our energies, yeah. And so what that's one of the difficulties also and challenges of leadership is those decisions of what we say yes to and what we say no to. And, and those aren't easy those aren't easy choices. And often there's sufferings of saying no to things we're really excited about, really want to do. Right now, we're supposed to be at a conference, Bill, you mm. and I, that we had to say no to because of priorities. And that was a suffering for me. That was I was really looking forward to being there. I was excited about it. I'd invested a lot in being there. There was a lot that I was excited about. There's, there's hard decisions that we suffer with as well because we can't do it all and there's some things that God asks us to put priority on that wouldn't maybe don't feel uh, as exciting or fulfilling or as joyful to us right the fun stuff for you is we were out in Florida at Fruit Cove Baptist Church and we were leading a retreat for all their staff and then we were uh, leading another uh, day of a couple of seminars for all of the the pastors in that area and the First Coast churches there in Florida, and, and then in between, we're taking walks at the beach and able to relax. And so that 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 kind of work where we're we're out speaking and ministering and meeting you new pastors and leaders right and churches. And yes, you see, you feel God with you. You feel his, the power of the Holy Spirit speaking through you. That's the kind of leadership that is so fulfilling, where the, like the joy and the presence of God is so palpable. And it fits so much with my gifts, and I'm in my sweet spot. But the part where we're looking at some of the organizational needs and management and hard decisions and that what, what you've been called donkey work. <laughs> yeah, a new term I've learned, donkey work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the part that feels like leadership is suffering. Yeah, and it's different for everybody because everybody has different, different gifts and different passions. And so uh, as much as we can, we all try to stay in our sweet spot, and that's the part of effective leadership but but every every leader has things that they need to do that are difficult and every leader is exposed to suffering because we're caring for people and people have hurts and problems and so we experience vicarious trauma through that and we're working with organizations churches uh, uh, groups and so forth every uh, organization has has challenges and problems that need to be solved and so we're uh, taking taking that on and so in our leadership, the different kind, these different kinds of sufferings, the, the key thing here is bringing that to Jesus, back to what Peter is telling us, and remembering that uh, I'm actually not, not alone here with, with this problem. I'm in the presence of the Lord, and uh, Jesus has experienced this kind of thing, and he understands. And, and furthermore, there are other wounded healers, other wounded healer leaders that I need to connect with so that I don't make the mistake of being a, a siloed leader. The big thing that we're doing in soul shepherding is putting people in community so that we're not alone. That helps us bear the weight of leadership. It's too much to bear alone. Yes. And it's frankly, for most of us, too much to bear just kind of like me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. We, 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 need, we need a coach. We, yes. need, we need a friend. And that's a huge part of what soul shepherding is all about, is putting people in relationships and into conversations to receive help. At First Coast Churches, where we were ministering to that denomination of, of lead pastors, their motto is, don't pastor alone. Mm-hmm. And we would say, yes, and don't follow Jesus alone, and don't shepherd alone, don't lead alone. 
that we need each other. God has called us into community, and that's why we have the Soul Shepherding Network. And friends, if you are not involved in the Soul Shepherding Network, you might not even know that we have soul care groups that you can join if you're a network member. We it's have- all free. Once once you join, it's, a, it's low cost every month, and then you get free free groups, free resources. We have. Uh, group spiritual direction that meets weekly on Wednesdays. Some of you want, where's a group of people that understand the kind of things Bill and Christy are talking about on soul talks, people I could have soul talks with. Where could I find a spiritual friend? Check that out in the network. Uh, We've got other tools for pastor's wives support groups and and pastor's groups because you need a safe place and because you need a place where you can talk about and share the sufferings of your call, of your leadership. So check out the Soul Shepherding Network, a place to connect with others in this Soul Talk community. And there's also valuable resources there for your intimacy with Jesus, as well as for your leading and your your shepherding, your ministry of others as well. But I think too, the other thing I want to make sure that we say, because it's such a help to me, and it's so true, but it's easy to lose sight on, is that our suffering in obedience to God in the leadership that he's called us to, whether that be as a parent or as a in our job or in a ministry, uh, on any level, our suffering is not lost to Jesus. Mm. He appreciates that we are suffering in obedience to him, that we are taking up that cross, that we are not giving in to the enemy's attacks, that we're resisting the enemy, that we're we're fighting through that, that we're engaging in spiritual warfare. War is suffering, and it's not lost to him. And we need to see that. We need to see that not only is he with us, helping us bear it and fighting for us and interceding for us at the right hand of the Father, but that he's, he's actually thanking us. Yeah, Malachi says that uh, there's an angel taking notes on our work, on our ministry, it's recorded in the annals of heaven, in the books of heaven. Our our work, our service is remembered and recorded, and um, felt about, celebrated, uh, we weeped over when there's pain or, or wrongdoing. And uh, Jesus said that you just give a cup of cold water to somebody in His name. Uh, he is that loves Him, that honors Him, and so. That's one of the great joys of heaven that's waiting for us is, is all of those works of love that you who are listening, that you have done, you get to see how that has brought pleasure to Jesus and how all, all of heaven appreciates that, that intention. And it's so easy to lose that in, in the weight of leadership and the, the stress and sufferings that we experience as leaders and as servants. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that you have entrusted us to bear your name, to be shepherds after your own heart. Lord, it's it's quite an honor, these areas of leadership that you entrust to us. And it is too much for us to bear on our own. So we thank you that you promised never to leave us alone, that you are with us, that we can lean on you and walk with you and work with you. I pray for each of our listeners, Lord, that you would help them to, in, to trust you, to, to see your smile of delight, your appreciation for their co-suffering with you, and that they would be drawn into greater union with you to be strengthened in their soul 
as they lead and obey in the areas that you've placed them and entrusted them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 